Hey, what's going on, everybody? Howie Spangler here. Tales from the Green Room Podcast, uh, episode number 43. I'm excited. I'm trying out my new my new SM7B. I'm on the road right now, and uh, I think it sounds good. Let me know what you think. All right. Uh, on the road with Real Big Fish. Had a great Thanksgiving with the family. Um, ate a bunch of food, stuffed myself, you know, the huge great to be home for about three weeks or so since the first leg of this tour um but you know you get to take care of things i have like impressively fast wi-fi that i just love at home i've got a nice comfy bed and of course my family and everything so it's been great homemade dinners you know. uh so we're back we're in clifton park new york today um awaiting sound check the mighty real big fish has just gotten done sound checking 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 um and uh, I'm on our little bus by myself. I decided I wanted to do a podcast, my first podcast on the road with these new mics. And uh, I'm using one one of the mics, you know, just for me. But, um, yeah, so I figured I'd sneak away real quick. Uh, so, yo, I've got um, merch. If you haven't heard, I've got merch for sale. Uh, Tales from the Green Room got some pretty cool merch out there um if you go to my website howiespangler.com uh, hit the store link up top takes you to um my little store my cool little beachy store beachside tees and uh i just love that word beachside and i've got some t-shirts and some hoodies sweatshirts um iphone cases coffee mug a lot of a lot of you have have are digging the coffee mug I see um, had quite a few orders of that so thanks so much it's really really cool um, it's just another way to uh, for you to support the podcast um, if you haven't already please go check it out uh, I spent a lot of time working on the, the uh, designs I got more stuff coming too um, whatever bench whatever bench so I decided to turn that into a t-shirt design and um, so far, it seems like people are into that, so I'll be announcing the release of that soon. I don't want to do everything all at once. Um, whatever, bunch. Can't fucking holla out. Can't fucking holla out, bunch. Uh, so, yeah, on tour with Real Big Fish, Clifton Park, New York. Uh, last night in Sayreville, New Jersey was amazing. We didn't run into Bon Jovi. I was really hoping we would. Anyone from the band would have been great, but we did not. Uh, they're from there and it just would have been cool if they would have came out and represented you know I don't know if those guys even still live there anymore um, so yeah I guess uh, where, where are we going tomorrow um, it's always weird when I do these solo podcasts I've gotten used to talking to someone else on the phone or or whatever and you know, I had the guys, the rest of my band on recently. Like, it's kind of cool to bounce off other people. So sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to myself. And, like, I try not to say um and uh and like, which I do all the time. And I, I just don't like long pauses. They, they weird me out. It's awkward for me. And I don't want to make it awkward for you, you know? So I feel like I have to keep talking. And that's just fucking weird. So, uh, there it is again. Uh, <laughs> now you're going to be paying attention to that the rest of the episode, and I'm sorry. Tomorrow, uh, Baltimore, we're going to be home in Baltimore, playing the Baltimore Soundstage. And 
looking forward to that. Always fun. Always a banger. Hometown shows. Um, they're insane. Like, family members and friends. And it gets fucking wild. And we're not headlining tomorrow, so... Hopefully it won't be as wild, you know? I don't want to scare the other bands with my friends. Or, or crazy family members. My kids are coming. That's going to be fun. They haven't seen us play in a long time. And uh, we're going to be serving our beer. The Summer Tropical IPA. It's like 6% mango, right? The mango flavor in there, amongst some other flavors. Uh, Oliver Brewing Company out of Baltimore. They made it. They brewed it. And uh, we slapped our name on it, gave it a name and a logo, and we collabed. And so far, the reviews have been great. People seem to love it. Um, I've had a few myself, and they're pretty damn good. And I'm not much of an IPA guy. If you don't like IPAs, chances are you're not going to like it. It's just, it's one of those, you know, heavier beers that, you know, the tastier kind that people enjoy. But if you're into, like, Bud Light or PBR, and that's all you like to drink, you're probably not going to like this beer. But you should still give it a shot. You should give it a try anyway. It is really good. It's tasty. So, um, I don't know if you guys can hear the hum of the bus right now. It's just a rumble. Well, uh, I'll listen later. Um, like I said, this is the first time that I'm really doing this. Anyway, okay, so... <clears throat> Baltimore, and then uh, I should have been pulling this up on my phone the whole time. I don't want to waste your time, people. You know, it's like you've got things to do, you have places to go. Those kids got to get to school, got to get that workout in, whatever it is you're doing. And uh, I'm just, I don't want to waste your time. So, uh, uh, here we go. Okay. So, uh, November 27th, that is uh, on Tuesday. We're going to be in Lynchburg, VA, Lynchburg, Virginia. Phase two, November 28th, which is Wednesday. Wednesday at the Norva in Norfolk. Love that venue. November 29th at Georgia Theater in Athens, Georgia. And uh, November 30th. Uh, that's the last show with Ruby Fish, by the way. And we are the union. And then we're going to do some headliners down in Florida to kind of close out the year. Um, November 30th in Gainesville at the High Dive. December 1st at Beachside Tavern in New Smyrna Beach. Uh, December 2nd at the Wilbury in Tallahassee. December 5th at the Social in Orlando. December 6th at Debauchery in Melbourne. December 7th at Janice Live in St. Pete. December 8th at Jack Rabbits in Jacksonville. And then we're finishing off the year at Looney's Pub in Bel Air. December 22nd, right before Christmas. Um, that place gets insane. So I don't even know how they're doing tickets for that or, or what. But yeah, when you get to the bar, finally, get like four drinks. Order like four fucking drinks and then you can somehow make your way back to your table or the back of the room or wherever you're standing with your friends. Um, always silly there, but fun. Uh, next year, man, we're kicking it off January, doing some shows with Batfish, middle of uh, January, kind of doing uh, East Coast, like Southern, like Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee, South Carolina. Uh, Georgia, so look for that. And then we're heading out to uh, California for the One Love Festival in February. It's crazy how the year just gets away, right? We're, I'm already into February with dates. It's nuts. Um, but that's what it's all about, people. It's, it's all about just, you know, building a dream. And uh, mine started when I was a little little kid. 
and here we are playing music and I'm you know playing for people and you're I don't know buying t-shirts and wearing our band on your chest or whatever going out in the public and that's just a, a really crazy and awesome thing for us and then I get to sit here on the side and talk to you just kind of babble about bullshit that you know I'm into on the podcast here so I talked to Aaron Aaron Barrett from Real Big Fish and he's down to do an episode with me so hopefully I'm going to get up with him this week and I'd love to even talk to the other guys from Real Big Fish those guys always have other stuff going on as well okay today I decided that I would talk about uh, tips for being on the road what to expect when expecting that you'll, you'll be on the road and what to do what what not to do and you know just some of the bullshit that's happened and I just want you to not have to go through the things that I went through it's like I kind of do I feel like some of this shit is um, a rite of passage you have to do some of these these things to um, get respect and then appreciate the good things that come from all of it right okay episode 43 tales from the green room here we go Okay, uh, first off, I haven't prepared. I don't have anything written down. I'm going off the noggin. Straight from the brain here, you're getting, you're getting fucking brain, all right? Who wants brain? Put your hands up. Who wants brain? I can't see you through the radio, but you're about to get some brain, okay? Um, some schooled, skilled brain from two decades of being in this fucking band that I've been in. Okay, so, uh, okay, when you work with, say you work with a radio, radio guy, right? You got a little money for a radio campaign. You feel like you got a song that could, you feel like it's going to kill on the radio. People are going to fucking love it, right? Oh, my God, people are going to love my song on the radio. It's such a good song. This is the best song I've ever written. And now we're going to hire a guy or girl to uh, work it at radio. This should probably be an entirely different podcast. I'll, I'll keep that part short. But yeah, we should talk about that in the future. I've done plenty of those things. Lots to talk about. Uh, okay, so uh, sometimes uh, your radio person that you hire, um, they are, you hire them because they know, they work with um, radio, PDs, program directors, music, music directors, uh, all over the country, right? And you're kind of paying for the relationship. And they, they get you in, and usually you'll do something uh, which is called AAA, and that's like the Sunday night shows, the, the two-hour like new music things, sometimes during the week. I, I know like Philly, uh, 104.5 in Philly, they do the, the new music. No, something new. They, they do something new in the afternoon. It's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, which is great because it's like right in the middle of the day, you know. Um, the Sunday shows are great too, but you know, it's probably not when not as many people are listening, but still be grateful that you're getting a song played on the radio, you know? Um, and so 
what their job is, they, they shop you to these stations, these PDs and or MDs. I'm not sure what the difference is, to be honest. I, I'm going to have to look that up. Music director, program director. So they shop to these people, and they've had a relationship with them, been working for years with them. And so it's easy for them to just put it on their desk, and they'll play it that following Sunday or whatever it is. Um, and we once had a guy that did this for us, and um, he was working with supposedly there was a show out in Lincoln, Nebraska, and it was like this festival, just an outdoor show kind of thing. It wasn't much of a festival when we got there, but um, in front of this like wannabe Buffalo Wild Wings, like the secondhand one, like more independent chain, I guess. And so we get there, and we got free wings, which was great. We drove, I think it's 1,200 miles from, from where I live to Lincoln, Nebraska. And so uh, we get there, and we had an okay crowd. It wasn't terrible, but um, there's there was no radio. It was there was no radio station. It was supposedly a radio station show, a radio show, right? And usually, what happens is when you do a radio show, that station will play your band, you know, a couple times a day or whatever, go, leading up to the festival, and it's a way to get radio play or yeah yeah we did get radio play and so we're like yeah sure so we drive 1200 miles it's one fucking show we we didn't route any shows out no shows back right we're like cool we'll just go do this radio show whatever i don't even remember if we got paid or not um but we go do the show there is no fucking alternative radio station in lincoln nebraska at the time this is like five or six years ago and if there was they weren't there. They, they did not show up. So maybe there was a station, but they did not show up. Um, so we played the show, and it was just like any other show at that time. Had an okay draw. It was outside. Luckily, it didn't rain or anything. It wasn't cold. It was nice. Um, we got our free wings, and then we got back in the van and drove 1,200 miles back home. So... A little bit salty about that, right? That was kind of a bummer. Um, it was cool to go play for people, but to drive that far, you know, a 2,400-mile round trip, you know, you can think about how you'd feel. <laughs> you know, 1,200 miles in the van with, like, six other dudes, you know, it gets kind of heavy, right? So make sure... Make sure if you're doing a radio campaign and you go do this cool, you, you, go, you go play for free when you work, work with radio stations because it's, it's like a favor for them and it's also you're getting in return. You're getting airplay and recognition and, and it could lead to something else. You never know. So you go do these things, right? Uh, make sure if you're going to do a show that's 1,200 miles from your house, you make sure there is indeed a radio station if they tell you it's a radio show and there's no radio station when you get there, oh, man, just make sure that everything's in order before you say yes. You know what I'm saying? That's just one other thing that happened to us, <laughs> and we had to learn the hard way. Um, okay. Being on the road. Okay, uh, what we used to do was um, back in the day before hotels 
and things like that. We'd stay at people's houses. Um, a lot of times it was people we didn't know. They would just say, we'd either, people would come up to us at the merch table and say, hey, you guys got a place to crash tonight? Come back to our place. And it's rad. Or we'd say, hey, from stage, we need a place to stay tonight if anybody can help out. And man, the fucking hospitality around this country is amazing. I, you know, all, all the bad shit that happens all the time, you think the world's going to end. God damn, there's so many good people out there that'll just take you in, feed you, you know, use the shower, whatever. You just feel like home, you know, do your laundry. And uh, so back in those days, um, there were no hotels and there wasn't a lot of pay. There wasn't a lot of money going around. We weren't really paying bills or maybe I think maybe we were paying some bills, but it's a lot better today. Let's, let's put it that way. Um, so sleeping on couches, things like that. Uh, one of the things is that when you're in a van, you can't have a refrigerator, right? And you can get, you could get a generator if you wanted to. It would just be a pain in the dick. You wouldn't want to do that. You'd have to haul it outside of the vehicle and it'd just be whatever. Um, and then we would have, we set ourselves up with an inverter um, that would uh, power shit. Like we could charge our laptops, our phones, you know, whatever. We had video games set up back in the day. An old Xbox that we converted into like a retro pie. So it had all the old games, which was great. So we opted for the cooler. So we got a cooler. <clears throat> and um, we, it was cheaper because we would give we would pay ourselves per diem, 10 bucks a day. Everybody got 10 bucks a day, and that's how you would eat. And hopefully the venue would feed you later, or you could stay with somebody and they could bring you dinner or make you dinner after the show or whatever, right? Um, so that's kind of how you survived, right? So we got a cooler, and one of the things that um, we realized was that, well, we could get lunch meat and uh, bread, right, and make sandwiches. Just get a couple loaves of bread, a couple pack packages of meat, and eat turkey sandwiches every day, right, or whatever. And it was great because you're saving money. You know, every, every couple of days you're getting another $10, whatever it is. Um, or another 20 bucks every couple of days. And so, um, it was great until, until the ice melted, right? And maybe you didn't make a sandwich that day. Maybe someone didn't make a sandwich. We never, we didn't go into the cooler, right? And the next time you go to make a sandwich, you've got meat water, meat water. You open the cooler and there's this fucking stench of just like, ugh, meat. Ah, ah, meat. Ma, meat, meat water, right? And it's gro it's awful. And you, you don't want to, you still could eat the meat, right? You still could, but we were just over. We're like, nah, this, this meat's getting tossed the fuck out. We're not, we're not eating this meat. So we tossed the meat. And then you got to drain the water and then you got to wipe the cooler down. It's gross. It's just, film meat film there's meat film all over like the coke cans and beer bottles and things like that yeah um so <clears throat> we got uh we were like okay solution time what do we do to solve the meat water problem okay so we got uh we went and got these um containers that were sealable like not just the ones that like the typical like tupperware like pop top thing we actually got the ones, the top goes on it, and that has these little flaps that flip down on the sides, and there's like a seal, like a seal there all the way around. And we're like, fuck yeah. 
no more meat water, right? That's it. We're done with meat water. It's gone. End of days for the meat water. So, uh, loaded loaded up with ice. Get some new meat. Put in the in the containers. Make some sandwiches over a couple days. And guess what happens? The fucking water gets into the container anyway, right? So it, we're just like, fuck it, no more meat. We're not. We're not gonna fuck it. We're not gonna eat anymore. Um, so we never did come up with another solution. There's really no resolution to that story. I guess what I'm trying to say is, if you're gonna bring meat, think of something really clever because we couldn't do it. We couldn't handle it. The meat water prevailed. We were we were drowning in meat water. So um, don't do that, or just do better. Okay. Uh, more more uh, ideas for the road here. Um, so uh, a lot of times you need sharpies, you know, for the merch table. People want their stuff signed, and uh, if you're not traveling with a with a printer, which you should be traveling with the printers. While I'm here, I might as well talk about this real quick. Get yourself a printer and I will post the link to the damn printer that we got. I can't remember the name. It's an HP it's the fucking 200. I, I, I can't remember. It's a mobile printer. Um, I can't remember how much it costs. It's like uh, 150, 200 bucks. It's not like on the cheap, but man, it's rad. If you If you're ready to move away from writing your set lists on a, on a paper plate or an old fucking napkin or the back of a pizza box, which we've done many, many times. If you're, if you're over that and you want to go pro, um, get a printer and print out your set list. And I'll post a link to the printer that we have. It's dope. And the thing, you never have to change the ink, I think like once a year or like every 10 months or so. It's, it's awesome. It's great. It's the best printer we've ever had. Um, okay. So back to the Sharpies thing, right? You got to have a Sharpie for the merch table. People want their stuff signed, and you run out of Sharpies a lot. They get lost. A fan will, be, will borrow it to go find another band member, get them to sign or whatever, and they won't bring it back. Or sometimes the band members don't give it back like we're supposed to, and the merch guys get mad at us for that. Merch guys get thoroughly upset. And I don't want an unhappy crew. I want a happy crew, right? Happy crew. Happy you. You? Happy you. Didn't rhyme with life. Um, okay. Can you guys tell I'm in a goofy mood? I don't know why I'm in a goofy mood. I just am. Um, okay, so what you get when, uh, when, you're, when you go on the road as a touring band, you get this thing called a rider, right? And on the rider is, is like your, your list of demands, Things that you better fucking have in the green room or we're not going to fucking play, okay? <laughs> it's like, it's funny, man. We, we send this rider out and it's got, you just, you get creative. You put a bunch of shit on there. We don't do anything silly like baby bottles or like naked pictures of B. Arthur or anything like that. It's not like that, but um, there's a lot of shit on there. And most of the time we get a big black X. Someone just, they're like, fuck these guys, right? They scratch it all out. <laughs> Usually it's like chips, bottle of Jameson, 
some beers, and a case of water. That's pretty much all. Oh, and and, uh, and fucking uh, tortilla chips with salsa. That's usually, you know. Sometimes, man, you'll get everything. It's great. College shows are great for that. They'll fucking give you everything on the list. It's, it's awesome. And then it just turns into bus stock. You take all that shit, you bring it back. Solo cups, everything. You bring it all back because that's yours. Um, one of the things that we put on there was a box of Sharpies. And this is what I mean, get creative. Put a box of Sharpies on there. Every now and then, you get a box of Sharpies for free. It's crazy. It's not really free. It kind of comes out of the back end anyway. You're still paying for it. Just one less thing you have to do. Like, oh shit, it's a box of Sharpies right there. Right? And then you got a happy merch guy. No one has to die. Everyone's happy. Okay, here's something else um, that I've always found really silly. Uh, When a band has a trailer and they put their fucking band logo and I saw one band had their fucking picture. Like the four dudes in their stupid clothes, you know, for the photo shoot on the back of their trailer. And I've only seen that band once and I never saw them ever again. And that was... 11 years ago. That was 2007. And I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, dude, first off, why is your fucking picture on there? That's ridiculous, right? Secondly, why do you have your name all over the fucking trip? Dude, you know what that says? Hey, what's up? We're a band. Hey, uh, robber people, thieves. Hey, um, we got a bunch of expensive shit in here that you could sell really quickly. Just just take it. It's there. It's in the back. That's what that says. That shit is ridiculous. Whenever I see a band with their name on their fucking trailer, that shit's crazy to me, man. Like, it's one thing to have, like, band stickers on the back, which we did do that on our first trailer, and that was probably dumb. But, you know, it could maybe pass for, like, bumper stickers. Like, people do that to their cars and shit, too. And a lot of those people probably don't know that they're bands, maybe when they drive by or whatever. But, like, put your fucking name and, like, you might as well, like, make your tra- your, your trailer see-through. Just make it, like, plexiglass all the way around just so you can see all the shit inside it. I, I don't know. To me, that's just ridiculous. Don't do that. Like, there are plenty of bands that get their shit robbed on the road. And it's one of the scariest things. We've been robbed three or four times now. Um, they've always broken into the van itself and uh, stolen things. And we've been lucky enough to not have to deal with the trailer situation because if you talk about a tour killer, man, oh my God, losing all the gear, um, get insured. Get insured. And uh, if I don't remember, recall the name of the company that we use, but if you want to know if you're in a band and you want to know who we use for equipment insurance, um, Hit me, hit me in the DM on Instagram, Howie Spangler, and uh, I'll uh, I'll give you the uh, the info. Um, yeah, get insured and take your fucking name off your trailer. It's shit's stupid. Um, we had we had a uh, we had a trailer, um, like our third trailer, second or third trailer. We're on like trailer number five now, I think. Um. And uh, it actually had, uh, it was a Boy Scout trailer. It had like a Boy Scout troop 
on it. Um, I think it was Troop 224. And it was like names of like these kids, like Cub Scouts and shit. Had the big logo on both sides. And uh, we would be driving and people would like look in the window at us and we'd look over and like they'd give us like the fucking Cub Scout salute, you know. And we just throw it back. It was it was it was rad. It was a fun time. And that got passed down um, to uh, Bump and Ugly's had it for a while. And then I think they they sold it to Pasadena as well, which is another band from Maryland. You should, um, uh, Joey Harkham is the singer of that band. He's doing his own thing now. But go check him out. Amazing voice. Amazing talent. Really good songwriter. Joey Harkham. Um, but yeah, so it's it's been in the family. We kept it in the family. But that was like the closest we got to like logos or anything any kind of markings distinguishable marks you know on the uh on the stuff but uh yeah sh- shit was silly uh speaking of trailers you want to get make sure your trailer has brakes on it um so important man especially when you're traveling through the mountains like going through colorado you know or like um up in the pacific northwest it gets hairy sometimes especially when the snow starts coming down Man, you want those brakes on the trailer because the last thing you need is like four or five tons of shit pushing your pushing your van down a steep hill, like a seven percent grade in the winter. Shit is scary. I was doing twenty miles an hour, maybe fifteen miles an hour down a hill. I think it was in Maine, uh, like two three winters ago, and people were so bummed out. It was like seven in the morning, and people were behind me. And they couldn't go around me. And I was I had my flashers on and everything, but they couldn't go around at the time. It was a no-passing zone. So for like a half hour, 40 minutes, I had people just behind me going down this long fucking steep grade. And they're honking and shit. It was like, dude, I've got a heavy thing here. And we're on a cliff, so fuck you, right? <laughs> Get brakes on the trailer. Okay, uh, how to be a good support band. This is important here. I've kind of mentioned this before on like a mini pod, I think. But um, so uh, support bands, those are the bands that open up for your favorite band. When you go see a band and the first band or two, that's a support band. Okay. Um, A lot of times lesser known. So and bands like my band and every other band that I know um, are happy to take those gigs because it gets you in front of more people, this and that. Sometimes you play with a band that you really love or really respect. Maybe you've been listening to for a long time. I'm on tour with Real Big Fish right now. Not unlike that situation, okay? So, like, um, yeah, I get starstruck. I do. I'm a normal person, right? When I meet people that I, like, fell in love with their music and it got me through heavy shit as a teenager, you know, when I meet someone like that, it's a special time. And you do your best. I'm better at it now than I was 10 years ago. When we first met 311, we were a bunch of idiots. We were a bunch of schoolgirls. And we even got in trouble one time. <laughs> we got in trouble one time because we were bugging them too much. And the tour manager came up and was like, fucking knock it off. <laughs> We're like, ah, oh, fuck, sorry, damn it, all right. Um, I don't think they knew anything about it, but yeah, we maybe they did. I don't know, but yeah, we we got um, we got a talking to, stern talking to. Um, so uh, and rightfully so because that shit 
it and and bands like that super cool like all the bands we play with the big bigger bands super cool and they will totally like um what's the word i'm looking for uh entertain you or humor they'll, they'll humor you they'll 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 deal with it they'll be cool oh hey man what's going on like deep down they're like dude go the fuck away oh my god this is the last thing i want to do right now right because they've been on tour they're like you know doing the thing and i totally get it um so when you go out on tour with one of your favorite bands or a band that you just love or whatever um don't especially not the first day not the second day give it a fucking week let it happen organically don't run in there and be like hey man I just want to say hi. I love you, and you're fucking amazing. And you did all this stuff for me. Yeah, yeah. Right, like that. So you don't want to be that guy. Don't be that fucking guy. And I got wasted on the first time, the first tour we did with Real Big Fish. I was up there hanging out because I knew Billy, their um, uh, trombone player. Um. Super cool guy. And we were up there hanging out and Aaron was over there chilling uh, with his um, soon-to-be wife. And I wasn't saying anything. I was just kind of like chilling, you know. And I had already talked to him a little bit, but nothing extensive. And Billy's like, uh, I'm like drunk. And they were about to go on. And Billy's like, hey, uh, Aaron, how he wants to sing beer with you? I was like, shut up, Billy. Like, so embarrassed, man. I was embarrassed, right? But Aaron's like super cool and just he's just like, oh yeah, dude, that'd be fun. Yeah, come on up, man. I don't, he's not Aaron. Aaron's not the type of guy that like to like ask you to hey come on stage with us. Like, but if you do it, um, I always ask permission first, like from this from their their stage manager and all that. I don't just run up there. I'm like, hey, is it cool if I run up? Um, have respect. You know what I mean? Don't ruin the show. Don't fucking plow into the guys because you're excited spilling your beer all over them, which I've done before as well. Did that to Dirty Heads. I fucking it's like the last show of the tour with those guys in, in 2011 after they were blowing up because of Lay Me Down. And I like ran out there and threw my arm around Duddy and I had a beer and I spilled my beer down like the front of his shirt. It was like this white T-shirt and he was all, looking all crisp, you know, looking all fresh. And uh, I spilled all over him, probably on his on his fucking pedal board. And I just was singing the song, you know. I think I was singing uh, "Stand Tall" with him and. Yeah, it was just stupid. It was silly. Like, those types of things, you know, avoid that shit. Make sure you're, you're, you're homies and make sure it's cool and play it fucking cool. Don't be a fangirl. Just, just get up there and play it cool. Do your job and they'll come to you eventually. You know, you'll see them in passing and just let it happen organically. Uh, another good tip, um, don't drive your van like a fucking idiot. Don't drive like a crazy person. You know, you might drive your car crazy at home or whatever, but like, you're in a van. Like, ours is a sprinter. It's like top heavy now. You know, it's like driving a fucking wall. Right? So like the wind, especially those crosswinds and like the plains when you get to like the Midwest can be brutal. And like you're white knuckling it, just holding on to the steering wheel, just hoping you won't fly off the road. Um... Keep it at 70 and below. Don't go any higher than that. There's no reason to go more than 70 miles an hour in the van. It's just for the safety, man. You got, like I said, four or five tons of shit behind you in your trailer pushing the van. It takes you that much longer to stop. 
Um, we've had blowouts at 70 miles an hour that are just the scariest thing ever. Everybody thinks they're going to die. I wrote a song about it. It's called Gas Station Burrito. Look it up. It's on our new record, Detonate. Um, just, you know, just take your time. And if you got to be a little late to the gig, it's it's a lot better than, you know, getting in a horrible accident. Um, so, yeah, don't drive like a maniac. Uh, back in the day, I didn't really know how to drive it, the van, really well. I just would drive. I'd talk on the phone. I was doing like 80, 85, and... The band's like yelling at me, slow the fuck down, you know, just dumbass fucking mid-twenties kid. And, uh, you know, you just learn things. Just take your time out there and be safe. There's a million of these things that I could say. It could go on forever, so I'll keep it short. Um, lastly, lastly, I think uh, something really cool, a cool trick is get a rewards card. Um you know, hopefully your band is an LLC by now. If not, you should be working towards that. Um, and get a band credit card, okay? A rewards card specifically. Something that gets cash back. So every time you get gas, and you get a lot of fucking gas, and every time you make a purchase at Guitar Center, you know, or whatever it is, use that thing for everything. Don't let it get out of hand like use the card and then and then pay it paid off you know with your your cash or your other account or whatever but get those let those reward points uh stack up and it'll eventually turn into i mean you could make you know a couple hundred bucks after a while and that's some hotel rooms or maybe maybe you want to take the band and the crew out you know for a big dinner one night i mean those types of things you know uh, that's something we learned a couple years ago. And, um, yeah, rewards car, huge. So think about that if you get a chance to do that. Um, yeah, that might be it for the tips. I don't know. Uh, there's plenty of these. I I'll bring more to you in the future. But uh, if you have any other questions, hit me up in the DM, man. Howie Spangler, Instagram. Hey, hey. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, like I said, there's tons of other things that I can talk about. Um, I just didn't want to make this too long of an episode, you know? Um, so I'm hoping to do these more frequently. I got, like I said, the new gear, and I'm excited. And I'm lining up I'm lining up some very cool podcast interviews um, over the next uh, month or so. Um so pay attention to that. I'll, I'll be I'll be announcing who I'm bringing on next month. Um, some some really cool people that I think you're gonna want to hear from. So we're gonna try to dig deep and get the story on on how these bands got started and, and uh, their whole philosophy and why they do it and some of the crazy shit they've been through. You know, so maybe we'll all learn something. But um, thank you so much for for listening to the podcast. Um, like I said, we've got merch. Go to HowieSpangler.com, hit the store link, and uh, that's a, that's one way to support the podcast. Another way to support the podcast, if you don't want to wear my, one of my t-shirts, that's totally fine, too. Um, you can go to uh, TalesFromTheGreenRoom.com, hit the support the podcast button, and uh, you can sign up for um, a monthly, it's basically like a monthly uh, donation to the podcast, a, a 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99, and it's per month, and you can cancel any time. 
And uh, yeah, if you're down, that's great. If not, that's fine too. I'm just glad you're listening. So until next time, uh, this is Howie Spangler. Follow me on the Instagram at Howie Spangler. Hit me up on the YouTube channel. Follow that shit, youtube.com slash Howie Spangler. And uh, we'll catch you next time on Tales from the Green Room. Have a good night or day or mid-afternoon. Okay, bye.